Are you ready? Ready. Fine, I guess we'll start. Lara and the Lumber Chat Podcast. Welcome to the second installment of Lara and the Lumber Chat. I'm Lara. And I am Dylan. The Lumberjack. This is the third time that we are trying to record this podcast today. Something weird is going on. Our <laughs> power went out. No, it didn't. Our internet went out. No. I am totally lying right now. None of that happened. We, we just can't seem to get it right. We just suck at this podcasting stuff. This, this is for kids. But I guess we're going to do it live like Bill O'Reilly. Fuck it. We'll do it live. live. This thing sucks. What does that mean to play us out? What does that mean? <laughs> hey, that's, a, that's another synchronicity. Because he was talking about a Sting song. And Sting was the singer and bass player of The Police who did the album. Synchronicity. All right. We're not even there yet. I don't oh, even know what you're talking about. We jumped headfirst into the ice cold water. Uh, you don't even know. Okay. Oh, boy. Do we know? It's Memorial Day weekend. It sure is. <laughs> Are you going to grill some schnossages tomorrow? No, I'm going to be by myself tomorrow because I have Monday off. Uh, you have to work. I always have to work. It's in the Geneva Conventions. Yeah, you're a hardworking guy. Um, I pretend to be. I put, I, I put that, that image out and people believe it. So, But that's very American of you to have a good work ethic. It's very American. Well, well so if you ask my friend, Bread... Um, bread? Well, I call him Bread. That's not his real name. I've actually never called him that before. Last today. week it was Uncle Ribs. Now it's Bread. All my friends. I'm a, I'm fat and I like food. Okay, I like sleep and I like food. You know those things that you need. So wait, what about Bread? Sorry. So Bread, um, we served in the military together, and um, he is now a union electrician. And he was telling me that um, anytime he finds out, almost every year when he finds out that I'm working on. Veterans Day, the 4th of July, Memorial Day, or whatever. Um, since he doesn't have to work those days, and I do, he likes to make fun of me. And he tells me that I'm a communist and I'm un-American because I work on those days. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and he says, he called me on Saturday because he had to work on Saturday, I think last week, and he was just blown it's, away. It's not like you want to be working on those days. I mean, usually you might be able to get like 4th of July off, but it's not like you want to work on holidays. You just have to because, you know, you work for your family's business and yeah. you guys only have like one other employee besides you and your mom and your dad. Yeah. We have, it's me, my mom, my dad, and my homie Tim. So you got to do what you got to do. It doesn't make you un-American. He's actually, he's Tim the pool man too. I don't know if I told you that. He's Tim the pool man. I thought oh of that the other God. day and I told him that and he goes, Man, it was just a matter of time. I knew I knew someone <laughs> was going <laughs> to... He said, I knew, I knew you guys were going to start saying that. It's just a matter Ooh, of time. Can I be Wilson? Yeah. I'll just go to your guys' pools and stare over the fence. No, no, you'll be like, you'll open you'll open the truck and you'll like be Oh, the door. how's it going, Tim? You want some advice from my, you know, cultural background? I'm just kidding. Didn't he always give Tim advice? Yeah, like, why was he so smart? Why was he know. such a smart dude? I love home improvement. I, is that on... Can we stream that? Can we watch that on anything? I don't think that's on like Netflix or Hulu. Ah oh, man, they need to I need to watch that show. I've never yeah, I haven't watched that since it was on air. It's probably been twenty years since yeah. I've watched that show. Anyways, what were we gonna talk about? Um, um let's see. What do we do today? We watched uh, Quiet Place, John Kras uh, John Krasinski and um Emily Blunt, his actual wife in real life. That's a very odd way to say Jim and Pam Halpert. You're right. 
The lady they had to play uh, Jim's wife doesn't look anything like Pam. Horrible. Horrible casting selection. The kids didn't Did look, not look like Cece Halper at did all. Did not. But yeah, it, it was a good movie. Um, obviously, this, the a Quiet Place, the second one just came out. We might go see that in the theaters. Not this weekend because they're pretty busy right now. Yeah, um, I, I thought it was a pretty good movie. Um, interesting alien or whatever. Were they aliens? It looked like, we were talking, it looked like the Demogorgon from Stranger Things. Yeah, it looked like a cross between a Demogorgon, the Xenomorph from the Alien franchise, or Aliens franchise, and the teeth reminded me of, like, Venom from Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and, I mean, Venom has been around since the late 80s or early 90s. It's so. like they had a set budget, so they're like, okay, just hire the same guys that made the Demogorgon. Okay, well, we'll just tweak them a little bit, add and take away, and we'll use the same basic structure of the Demogorgon. Did the Demogorgon have eyes? I, I don't know. It was just like a big flower face with teeth. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right, because the, um, the Xenomorph from Aliens didn't have eyes either. They're blind. Mm. Yeah, it's like a, in, in The Quiet Place, it's just like a giant ear monster. Yeah, that was pretty cool. They actually had, like, if it zoomed in on the eyes and it sh- or the ears and it showed what they looked like and all that, I thought that was cool. Ooh, in other news from this week, my wedding dress came in. So I get to go try it on, I think, in like a week from now to see if it fits. Very exciting. Ooh, yeah, th- th- thanks for playing the applause. I um, have to put on my dress blues because that's what I'm going to be wearing. Um, and I have to put on to make sure they fit. Because we're getting married, married, in case anyone doesn't know that already. Yeah. If you didn't know that, well, welcome. How long has it person. been since you tried on your dress blues? Because what if they oh, don't even fit you dude. anymore? So I just got, so that's, um, when you get out and you go into the room, because I'm still in the reserves now, and when you, if it's been more than, f- I think, five years since you've gotten out, then they have to reissue you new everything. So they reissued me new uniforms. So they like they have try-on sets, so you put them on. Um, I haven't tried on the dress blues, um, but I tried the ones on and I put them on. I, I don't know how much different. It, I haven't, I've, I've gained 10 pounds in the last 12 years that I've been in. So I, I'd say that's pretty good. Um, so the old, my old ones probably still fit, um, but they gave me new, new ones anyway because they're like an updated, slightly modified version. So wait, when did, you get, when did you get your dress blues that you have right now? Like a, well, I have my old ones, but I have new ones too, but they, gave, they issued me those like a year or two ago. Okay. So. And you tried them on a year or two ago and they fit you? Yes. Then they should be fine. Should be fine. Yeah. Um, so that was good. But today for the podcast, we're actually going to get a little bit creepy. Very spoopy. With some knockoff <laughs> Silent Hill music. Slash Stranger Things. Music. Yeah, it does sound like Silent Hill. And I don't, I've never played those games. I just know it sounds like Silent Hill because you'll actually listen to the music around the house sometimes. Like on, on YouTube. <laughs> love the music of the Resident Evil and Silent Hill games even though I'm not I, I, I play the games so I'm not very good at them and yeah they're they're fun I'm more a fan of the story I guess you would say but the music is spot on and it is it makes me feel a certain way you could say you like the sad boy music hey but it's sad it's spooky there's some parts where it's like um, it gets your it gets your like heart going because it's it's like uh, industrial and it's like fast paced and you're like oh crap you know just like there's a there's an album by Daft Punk. It's actually the um, soundtrack to Tron Legacy. I think the album's called Tron Legacy. It's 
I don't know. It's just ambient music like that, and I absolutely love it. I like a lot of weird music in oh, metal. Oh, I know. Oh, boy. So he, oh, my God. I, I'm going, taking us way off track now. Hey, it's but there's this alert. song. What is the name of it? You played it in the car. With while, my dad? Yes. What's it oh, called? Uh, just tell me real quick. I'm going to tell the it's story. It's called, um, the, the artist is Syndrome, and the song is called Forever in a Day. So that song is like, what is it, like 30 minutes long or something? Uh I think 33, yeah. Okay, so this song is the weirdest. It's not bad, it's okay, but it's the weirdest song ever. I'm listening to it. No, I'm listening to What are you doing? You're, I was just going to look up how long the song was. Oh, I thought you are going to play it because we no, can't no, no, play no. Uh, yeah, copywritten yeah, 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 music no. on our podcast. But it's copyrighted. It was me, Dylan's dad, and Dylan in the truck, and he's playing this weird song. We were on our way to a welding class. Dylan gets out of the truck and walks away. Yeah, I told you. I remember and, I, I, I and told it's you just me and his dad. I said, "Hey, I'm gonna play this this listening long, to weird this song. Listening to this song that's like this. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this off for a second and try to show you what this song sounded like real quick. It's just <laughs> me and his dad. Dylan's not even here anymore. He left me with his dad listening to this. I did. It was going like this. I cannot whisper the darkness. And I'm just like, this is the most <laughs> awkward moment of my life. His dad's just sitting there like. He's, your dad said, he's so, he's so funny. He said, man, this is kind of weird. <laughs> and I'm like, I did yeah, it on purpose. Yes, it is kind of weird. And where's Dylan? Is he coming back? Cause this is so dramatic. Dylan's in the store buying energy drinks, leaving us in here to listen to this weird, uh, I don't know what's it got, like Swedish or something, but yeah, it's a, it's a one, one piece artist. I like his music though. <laughs> it's pretty odd. Just found it on YouTube one day and I said, hey, I'm a fan of this. Anyways, we wanted to talk today about the strange occurrences, the unexplainable things that go on in the world, such as, you know, paranormal experiences, ghosts, uh, synchronicities. You got a phone call? Yeah, sorry. Turn my phone down. Oh, you could just take it live on the air. That'd be funny. <laughs> hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on, Cam? You're fired. Oh, I'm on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we wanted to talk about strange occurrences, so... Synchronicities. I've been experiencing them for like the last two years or so. And they're making me feel like life isn't real anymore. And I want to talk about it. Life is real. It's just a simulation is all. You've been talking about these for like, you've experienced them since you were young. Um, I first noticed them in high school. I would have some friends. We would talk about Seinfeld because we're losers. <clears throat> I'd say, hey man, you remember that episode of Seinfeld where they had... The soup Nazi or whatever it was. You remember the episode with Kenny Banya and he borrowed what, you know, we talk about whatever reference to whatever episode of Seinfeld. Me and my friend would talk about it and just joke back and forth. And then I would go home and, uh, hey, what do you know? That episode of that show would be on. Um, yeah. So. so a synchronicity is basically uh, like an occurrence that it's like a coincidence, but not just a day to day coincidence. It's like almost impossible. Like, how did that happen? Yeah, kind of um, like that. Like on, a, like seems very significant. See, for me, I guess you could say they're not really. It's it's nothing significant for me. It's usually, hey, I get in the truck, or sorry, I'm talking on the phone with someone, and then you know I reference a, a specific song. Like one time I was at the gas station and I was talking with the the clerk who I happened to go to high school with, and I ran into him like ten years later at the at this gas station I always go to, and we were talking about um, certain songs and. And, uh, you know, how certain songs are influenced by certain drugs. And um, so heroin. Yes, heroin. It, all the good music comes from heroin. Let's just let's just be honest. OK, so what happened? Um, so, he, you know, we were talking about it and I said, yeah, you know, one of my one of my favorite songs about heroin is um, um, 
man, I can't think of it. It's Pink Floyd. Um, well, it's half their songs, but comfortably numb. Comfortably numb. Thank you. And uh, and I was talking to the friend, and we were laughing about it or whatever. Then I get in the car, and the, the end of I don't know, Inner Sandman by Metallica or something. Um, you know, that song ended, and then right away it started playing. Uh, comfortably numb by Pink Floyd. I thought, what are the chances I just talked about this? And as soon as I got in the truck, it's it's playing now. It's weird. That one is weird, but it's a little bit more common for the radio to play comfortably numb. I've got one. I was talking to you about a, an old U2 song. It's the one, I don't know. It goes like, when love comes to town, I'm going to catch that train. But that's not a song I've ever heard on the radio in my life. I only know that song because my dad used to play the CD on repeat over and over and over. And I told you about that song one day. We were singing it all day. We go to Target that exact night and they're playing it over the radio in Target. I had never actually heard it. You showed me this song and then um, that was the first time I heard it. And then that night at Target, it was playing. It was it was really weird. because it, It's like this song and it's not even... It's a collaboration. It's a B.B. King song. And then they collaborated with B.B. King to sing that song with him live. And they were playing that version of that song in Target. And it's Target. I expect to hear like a freaking Maroon 5 or some shit in Target. <laughs> it's from Target. How good could it be? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I just did the same thing would happen with movies, too. Like, you know, I don't really have any specific examples, but I would, you know, me and my friends, me and my loser friends in high school would... Uh, well, loser me and my loser friends, I should say. We would quote movie quotes or whatever, and we would uh, talk about that. And it would be like, hey, man, remember in uh, you know in Terminator 2 when he did whatever? And then I'd go home and Terminator 2 would be on TV. And then sometimes it would be even more like really obscure movies. You know, It seems like it has a lot to do. A lot of the times has to do with like the Internet or movies or like technology of some sort. Because like. It's a lot of times like we'll be talking about something and then whatever show just happens to be on, they mention exactly what we're talking about. I think I wonder. I never thought about this till literally like just now, right now, right now. Um, I wonder if there is some technology with that in the simulation that we live in. <laughs> and that's how they know. None of this is real, man. It's all fake. Um, when when you think of a song like there, sometimes I'll think of a song and I, I cannot think of the band I just know how it sounds and I'll think about it and it'll pop up as a recommendation on YouTube and I go oh yeah some like some band that no one's ever heard of I mean a, a couple yeah I know what you mean like you're thinking about it and you don't know the name of it you don't know the lyrics but then, then it'll, it be, it'll recommend it to you and you're like what the and heck you're like okay forgotten days by Paul Bearer like <laughs> I don't know what that means <laughs> yeah I, I, I know that I know of that band but I don't have like a lot of friends that listen to that specific band but I heard it on the metal channel on on Sirius XM and so I liked it but it was popular like a year ago and now they don't play it anymore and I thought hey man what was that one song don't know anything about it don't know any of the words or anything and then it pops up it's so weird I feel like some people are gonna think some people are probably gonna understand because I've had conversations and people are like yeah I understand but then I bring it up this thing up with other people and they're like what are you talking about it's just called a coincidence it's not but it's more than that it feels like it's like how could that ever happen that's more and it's so often sometimes I feel like it happens 10 times in a day yeah, I mean, it happens 10 times in a day and sometimes, or it's one time in a day, but it's something real significant. Um, like where you talk about something, right? Like I had something, I was talking about something and I started getting advertisements 
Well, that, whatever it was. that's explainable because our phones are listening to us. They're they're sending us ads based on keywords that we say. If I say something about Dickie's Barbecue, I'm going to get an ad for Dickie's Barbecue. What about when you think about something and you don't say it out loud? And that's weird. That's what I'm talking about. I feel like somehow our phones are listening to our thoughts. But that's not really what I think of when I think of synchronicities because that... It could be I'm talking to someone about something and then someone else will bring up the exact same thing that day. It doesn't have to be your phone. What about um, what about the Mandela effect? What do you think about that? Do you know about that one? Um, remind me. I've so heard the, of it, but I can't remember. So the Mandela effect um, got its name from Nelson Mandela. Um, there was a book that was written and it said that he died in, I think, 94 or something. It, anyway, it said he died, but he wasn't dead at that point in time. A lot of people remember. Oh yeah, he was he was dead. Like no, he was he was still alive. Oh yeah, the Mandela so, effect. I, I but, know what that is when you people remember things that maybe correct. didn't happen or whatever well, happened well, differently than they we remember. You referenced it earlier on I don't know iteration two of the, today's podcast. The Luke, I'm your father. People swear they absolutely on their life swear that that's what he said. I don't remember it that way, and I have you. Okay, so a little known fact about Star Wars: you can't buy the original versions of Star Wars. On DVD, they only have them on VHS. Where do you find Star Wars VHSs? You have to have them from back then or find them at a yard sale. I, I have the old VHSs and they say, Luke, and then he has a whole thing that he says, a whole monologue, then I am your father, not I just Luke, I'm your father. <laughs> I don't know. I, well, I know, and that's everyone's horse. No, he just said, Luke, I'm your father. Even, even James Earl Jones, the guy who voiced Darth Vader, remembered it that way. So people think that it was altered, which they did alter a lot of things every time they re-released the Star Wars movies. So I could see why they would think that, but that one is truly original. And there's other things like that, like those, oh, you didn't go to regular... She was homeschooled, so she didn't have access to the same weirdo books that we had at school. But there was a book about this family of bears. Yeah, I know. Bernstein Bears. I've heard all these. Say that again. We've had this whole time. No, no, say the name. Say the name. Bernstein Bears. Okay, you said Bernstein. Because I always, I, that's what I always thought it was. But now it's Baronstein, or it's got like a bunch of extra letters and stuff in there. Yeah, I've seen those. And then there's the Monopoly Man. Did he have a monocle? Did he not? There's a bunch of them. Wait. Oh, he had a, mon- a monocle? Uh, I think there's someone, people were saying that he didn't have one. But there's a lot of those. But. Um, synchronicity, that's not the same thing as a synchronicity. I know it's not the same thing as a synchronicity, but it's along the same lines. Oh, uh, you're right. It's the, it's just the, the whole thing, the whole thought of, in my opinion, the, um, the, uh, the simulation that we live in and its glitches within the simulation. That has, oh, whoa, I see what you're you saying. See, I was see, like, what are you going me, on about this? If you let me talk oh long enough, God. I will eventually bring <laughs> yeah, one tangent, tangent, to right. tangent to another tangent to another tangent to another tangent. Bam, till it connects all of them, okay? <gasps> well, the, the, the simulation theory is only one theory when it comes to synchronicities. Some people think that synchronicities have to do with like, sp- you are going through a spiritual awakening. You're being like, your eyes are opening to new things and you're seeing more than you would have seen when you were a kid, but you had them when you were a kid. So that doesn't make sense. But there's a lot of different theories. Anyways. I think that we, um, we get to relive our lives and you get to redo it in like, Kind of like a a video game. You know, it it often gets compared to a video game. If you're playing a game, I'm going to save it at this point. I'm going to keep playing. Oh, crap. Well, I died. I made the wrong choice. So I'm going to reload that save. So that's kind of what we're doing. And you're redoing. So it might might seem familiar. It might seem like like a branching pathway, right? So if existence is flowing. That's like a deja vu. So yeah, exactly. It's a deja vu. And that's why it might seem like the the other theory that I have on it is that time flows like, like belts around a pulley and there might be multiple of them and things might kind of go around and 
come back around on itself. So they kind of overlap each other and you see where time is flowing this way, but then it comes around this way and it gets too close to each other. And you see what might be considered, you know, you're doing something again. That's why it's deja vu. You see it again and it seems familiar to you. So it's a lapse in the simulation that we live in. Yeah. There's a lot of unexplainable things. Like I, I've told you this before, but I have had, um, a dream. And then after I've had that dream, it comes true specifically. Like I work in uh, radio right now. And I had a dream when I was like 11 years old that I worked in the radio station and somehow I just knew that that's where I was. I knew that I was an intern. I saw the room. And sometimes like when I'm in my room where I work and I'm just looking around, I'm seeing exactly what I saw in the dream and it trips me out every time. That's really weird. So everything was the same, like the board and the seating arrangement, everything was the same. No, it's like an exact picture. The dream was an exact picture of where I work now. Yeah. It's just a corrupted file in the simulation we live in. (laughs) I always wonder who's running the simulation though, because I'm going to sock that fool up if I ever meet him. I'll tell you what, because nothing was good until like a couple years ago. Everything was garbage. I've heard people say they had dreams of like, family members dying and then the next week that exact family member died um do you think that could have to do with like intuition though maybe like they had intuition that that person wasn't doing well or something i i definitely believe that um but it that could be tied into the simulation thing it could you know i don't know because the one Um, i heard specifically was a, a listener um they said they had a dream that like i think it was their ex got to a car accident and died and then like the next day he got into a car accident and died. Really? Yep. That's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, I've always... Um, see, I know afterwards, because I got in a pretty bad car accident. I think I referenced it last podcast, um, where I was T-boned. And I have just... I, I keep thinking that I'm going to get in another bad car accident. It hasn't happened yet. And I drive like a grandpa now since then. Like, I come around corners. And I make sure there's no one there. Um, it's same with... Uh, you know, we have a friend of ours named Robert. And he rolled his car like Ricky Bobby off of a, down in, what was that? Oh, Levy, right? It was a Levy. Anyway, he rolled his car and he said, he's had the same kind of thing. And I always wonder. Like, were you like, just afraid of it happening, happening I, again? I don't know. It's just like, I get like a vision of it though. And that's oh, where well, it's that's like, like. That's just like, it was a traumatic experience. So now you have kind of like flashes of it happening again. It's like a fear. I think that's a reasonable fear though. But, but the, the one that I get is not T-bone. It's something more specific. Like I slam on the brakes on the freeway and I end up rolling my truck and it's like, like Dale, Dale Earnhardt, like, you know, throwing the car. I actually had a dream about that last night. Don't say that. It was the weirdest dream now that I'm thinking about it. OJ Simpson was driving an old, like, an old crappy Chevy S10. And OJ, for, wait, OJ Simpson was driving OJ, and you were in it and you got in a no, car? No, 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 no. We got in a big old car accident, but me and you were there and we got out of the truck and we just, well, we got we to gotta get to where we're going. We got to oh, so get we there. lived. That's good. Oh, yeah, yeah, we lived. <laughs> and we see that. OJ Simpson was in a Chevy S10, but he was towing a trailer that would be behind like a semi. And he, and obviously that's too much for it. So it like spun out of control and it put a very small, like an extremely small dent in the side of the bed of his truck. And I was, you know, I would go up there to see what was going on. Like that's OJ Simpson. What the hell? I don't know. It was really weird. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent right now. It has nothing to do with what you actually just reminded me of something. So the other night I had a dream that I went over to Stanley Hudson's house from the office. It's a character, Stanley Hudson. I went over to his house and like in the dream, um, I just knew that like, oh, 
yeah, Stanley Hudson, that's an old friend of my dad's. Like, this is just a family barbecue. We all know each other. Fine. And then the next day I'm listening to a podcast and they're like, oh yeah, they were talking about weird dreams they've had. And they're like, oh yeah, I had a dream that my car broke down in front of Steve Carell's house from the office. That's weird. It's all, it's so weird. Anyone listening is probably super confused by this, but. They probably think we're on drugs and that doesn't happen until later tonight. You have told me that you have experienced something called an ash, an astral projection. Yes. Is which, that, am I saying it right? Yeah. Astral, which means the stars and it's projection. So you're projecting your soul into the stars. Not really. But no, it's like you said, it's like you were traveling through space or something, but your body was still in your bed. So I had a friend, um, in, in, uh, on the, she lived down the street. I had a couple friends that I, uh, the street that I lived down, lived on, that I grew up on. My parents still live there. They don't live there anymore. But these friends, one of them was like a goth, and they told me, oh, yeah, they had this, um, they would astral project, which is funny because I asked them about it later, and they're like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And I'm like, I swear we had this conversation. But um, they, it was said that if you lay down in a dark room with candles lit and you, and you concentrate or you um, meditate, sorry, if you meditate, then you can make your your spirit travel without your body. Did and you I, like candles? No, I wasn't allowed to have candles. I got caught playing with fire too many times when okay, I was a kid. But it still worked without the candles? It did work without the candles. So you lay down and what happened? I, I lay down in the dark and um, I used to be able to sleep on my back. I cannot do that anymore. I think it's because of this. But I had the idea of, okay, I don't believe in this, right? I was raised a good Christian boy. So this is the devil's work and not Obviously, real. this it's is a, Satan's this is, work. Yeah, this is... This is communist science, okay? Lucifer. So <laughs> I um, laid down and I, 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 cleared, I cleared my mind and I kind of just laid there until I fell asleep. And I remember laying in bed and um, if you can see the room we're in now, this is not too far off from the way my room was uh, set up when I was a kid. And my bed was in this corner and over, mm. over here, um, opposite my bed was uh, the, the door to come in. And then on that same wall was the closet. So um, I laid down and oh, there was a window next to my bed. My bed was in the corner. Okay. So I laid down and I kind of, I fell asleep. And in my dream, I floated up and I was at the foot of my bed and I turned around. I was floating and I was looking. I was like, oh crap, I'm right there. I'm, I'm still laying in bed, but obviously I'm looking at myself. That's kind of weird. I don't have a twin or anything. Um, so I think, well, let me go see if one of my friends is home. I'll go see what they're up to. And I had a friend that was, you know, their parents were real weird. We could hang out, but they would never let any of the other friends go into the house. So I go over there and I, I knew which room was my friend's room on the second floor. We had the same floor plan house, but I had never been in the room. So I float down there and I go in just through the window, just kind of like you, like a ghost in the movies. You see, you go through the wall. Um, so I go through my wall, go down the street, a couple houses and go through and start, see if my friend is there. And I see, Hey, the room is laid out with like a, you know, a bunch of stuff. I've never been in there until six months after this happens. So, so you saw everything whenever you astro projected and then you went in afterwards and it all looked exactly the same. Exactly the okay. same. That's what I remember. My friend had a super Nintendo and they had super Mario world for the super Nintendo there on this really small TV in the corner on a desk. And I remember all this, it was just weird going in there. Cause I, it was kind of like you had the, I had the dream and, and didn't really think of, well, you know, whatever, like it's just a dream, right? It's, 
you just forget. But then I forget you went after, and you're then, like, this is exactly what I, I saw. It all hit me at once, and I go, what in the hell? This is crazy. This is exactly how it was. Um, and then shortly after that, um, I swear on me, mum, for whatever reason, I started having where it felt like I had a bunch of crap in my room there when I was a kid or when I was a teenager, and there was something in the corner that was basically would have had to have been standing halfway in and halfway out of the closet because the way I had my room was so cluttered. And um, when I did that, um, I could not bring myself to look that way. So I would always sleep with my back towards it. I had to be sleeping. Wait, is this astral projection too? No, this oh, is astral. This is a separate story you're just telling. Kind okay, of, right. kind of. It kind of, it ties into it. So I, I feel like there was something that was like, hey, homie, you shouldn't be doing that. Doing you, what? Astral projecting. You broke the rules. Who told you that? Nobody said that. That's just how I felt. When? I, right after astral projecting. Okay. So then I, I felt like there was something extremely ominous in the room staring at me. Um, but like I said, I could never bring myself... This was just like one random night. You just felt no, like this? this was for years and years. There was always something in my closet. Anytime I had an actual closet, there was like a closet monster Creepy. of some sort. It was <laughs> it was weird. And then it's kind of like, okay, you forget about it eventually, right? Um, but I had other people. People would come over and they would say, even, even after I moved, that was here in California. And then I joined the Navy and I'm stationed in Washington and people would come over to my apartment and they go, Dude, there's something really weird about, I had this nice walk-in closet, the best closet I've ever had, like still to this day. Um, like the, the one we have now is pretty good. This one was even better. Um, and like people were telling me, dude, there's something weird about your closet. Like there's someone standing in there staring at me. I've had, I had multiple people tell me that. I had uh, my, the same friend, Bread. He came back from uh, Afghanistan. He Bread? Got, yeah, Bread, the guy I was just talking about oh, earlier. Yeah. Um, so he goes, he goes on, um, goes on deployment to Afghanistan and he came back and he was kind of, kind of acting like an asshole. Cause he, you know, he went, he went on deployment and he was like, oh yeah, you know, I went on deployment or whatever and you didn't. Um, so we came back, uh, so it was at the, uh, the Corman ball. It was like a formal thing. I have some pictures of me and him. Um, and there's like something weird floating above my head. I had some, some weird stuff like that going on. Um. But I don't know. Yeah, I've, ever ever since the astral projection thing. Oh, actually, speaking of the astral projection thing, one other thing was that um, once while I was in Korea, um, I had a full-on conversation with someone um, while I was in Korea. I went to sleep. I had the conversation. They wait, called, wait. So this is while you were in your dream state yes, or whatever? Yeah, okay. yeah. Back in the dream state. And then I um, floated over back to where they were from Korea had a full-on conversation with them and then um they called the next time i was able to talk to them on the phone because i was in korea didn't have great internet reception there they told me about the dream they had with the exact same conversation that i had in my dream it was pretty weird that's creepy i think so what about i'm you? glad we picked this topic because i knew you'd be able to you'd have so many stories and you totally do i always have stories about everything <laughs> you can't pay me to shut up Ooh. Today, it was actually your turn to pick a game. Because last time um, I did the game, it was guess that sound. Hey, there, guess that sound. Uh, but this time I said, you pick a game, we'll play it. I have no idea what it is. So what is it? Today, we are going to play a game. <clears throat> Sorry, today we're going to play a game. Sorry. I have a, a vine name for it. And it's, it, is it real? Is it real? We're also kind of going to call Lara out. 
Because she likes to wear a Star Wars merchandise, but she doesn't like Star Wars. Isn't that right, Daryl? I have seen the one where the kid builds a ship and races it. I have watched The Mandalorian with Baby Yoda, but I have not really watched the other ones. I don't have any interest in Star Wars, really. I made her watch Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, and... I was so... It bored. took us four or five sittings to finish a movie that's like two hours long. <laughs> so it's pretty bad. And I think we started episode five, which is Empire Strikes Back, the shirt that you're wearing at this very moment. And we got through the opening crawl, you know, the floating rogue paragraphs in space. We got that far and then we shut it off. That was like two years ago. We never went back. So anyway, the game we're going to play right now, um, I am going to ask you the name of some characters. I need you to tell me whether they are real or whether they are not real. And they are from Star Wars. Are you ready? Uh, sure. I'm probably going to do really bad, but okay. The first, I, I will leave the room if you get the first one wrong. Why? Is Luke Skywalker a character from Star Wars? Of course I know. Okay. Of course I know he is. Okay. I get applause when I do good. Yeah. I wanted to hit this one. Ta talented, brilliant, incredible, okay. amazing, show-stopping. That's what I am. If you, <laughs> if you get it right after that one, because these other ones are some deep cuts or I made them up. Okay. Jace Carnesian. Is this a real character from Star Wars? Carnesian sounds like, it sounds like something that would be in Star Wars. That is incorrect. No, you are remembering it wrong. Okay. All right. You made that up? I made that up. All right. I made that up today. In fact, all these names that are not real, I made them up today. We made up this one. That's what we need. We need Commander Riker. So, your next Star Wars character okay. or fictional person, Biggs Darklighter. Is that a real person? Did they <laughs> name a guy after a Bic lighter? Biggs Darklighter. Biggs Darklighter. Yes. That is real. That is a correct answer. Talented, brilliant, incredible, amazing. So, who's what movie is he from? He is in Empire Strikes Back, the shirt that you're wearing right now, on the Hoth... Um, on the, uh, the Hoth raid when the Empire comes to take down... Oh, I just was asking what movie. I don't know what you're talking Empire about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's episode five, Empire Strikes Back. He was, okay. He was a pilot. Um, all right, next we got... I told you you could do whatever you wanted. I should have known you were going to choose like video games or mo horror movies or Star Wars. <laughs> well, I could have told you that, Napoleon. Is Kyle Katarn a real character? From Star Wars. Kyle Gatarn sounds like a warrior name, like a Viking or something. So I'm going to say no. That is incorrect. No, you are remembering it wrong. Kyle Gatarn specifically is from some of the video games, the Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, Dark Forces, Dark Forces 2, and Jedi Academy, Jedi Outcast. Um, so his deal was that he started off, if you, if... If you don't care, just tell me. <laughs> I will not tell you. <laughs> He's the one that stole the, the plans to the Death Star originally. Then they altered that for the new movie. I didn't like that part of the movie, although it was a good movie. Mm. But it was basically tell, them telling me, hey, screw that character that you liked for years. That's not a real person. But speaking of real or fake persons, is Captain Stormfall. Is that a real Star Wars character? Or did Storm I Trooper, Stormfall. I'm seeing a correlation. I'm saying yes. Incorrect. I have flaws. All right. Yeah, all right. My flaws are that I didn't watch the Star Wars movies, apparently. Shimbo Zenos. Is this a real Star Wars I'm character? I'm saying yes. That's the most Star Wars name I've ever heard in my life. I made that up today. 
I know. I hate me too sometimes. No, you are remembering it wrong. Nien Nunb. Nunb. N U N B. Nien Numb. Sounds Vietnamese, right? Lara says that is not in Star Wars. That is in Star Wars. Oh my God. So this character was in Star Wars Episode 6, Return of the Jedi, and he helped co pilot the Millennium Falcon with Lando Calrissian. The fact that you have all this information just memorized, like, it's just crazy to me. What about the fact that I have this memorized, but I don't know my dad's birthday? Are you kidding me? I know it's in July. I know my, you know what? I think my dad's is November 2nd. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know if his is the 15th <laughs> or the 16th, but I could tell you what kind of jetpack <laughs> Boba Fett uses. Idiotic, right? Why do I know this? Why am I me? Who did this to me? Okay. Is this a real Star Wars character? Divko Galavan. Um, that sounds very believable, yes. That is fake. I made that up today. Am I going to get every single one wrong? Uh, you got um, Biggs Darklighter. <sighs> Kyle Katarn and Luke Skywalker, correct? Yes. <laughs> Let the tears flow. I'm sorry. That's okay. the best cry ever. Algar, Planet Crusher. Is that a real Star Wars Planet Crusher? Planet Crusher. I don't know. If that's a real character, I will be rooting for you. I'm going to say yes. That is fake. I made that up today. I like it anyway. Are you ready for your final question? I guess. Is Wedge Antilles a real Star Wars character? Wedge. He's named after a potato wedge. Would they do that in the Star Wars universe? Wait, Is what's his it? last name? Antilles. Wedge Antilles. I am going to say absolutely named after a potato guy. That is a real guy. He is a pilot. Talented, brilliant, incredible, amazing, show-stopping, spectacular, never the same, totally unique, completely not ever been done before, unafraid. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I got, wait, did I get one or two? You got four. Ooh, not bad. Okay. So, Wedge Antilles was also a pilot. He was an X-Wing pilot, and he was there when they attacked the um, first Death Star. In Star Wars Episode Four: New Hope, the original one from 1977. And that is our game for today. Is it? Is well, it real? Thank you for preparing that. I really appreciated that, even though I don't like Star Wars. I still had fun. But you like Star Trek? I like Star Trek. I wish you would have done Star Trek, because I'm still bad hey. at names, but I could have played a little bit better, probably. Maybe Jordy LaForge can make a reference next time. <laughs> well, Maybe LeVar that. Burton can make a reference on the show. It's like we talk about him. On appearance, I should say. We, we talk about him like every day. I don't know why I said that. We talk about LeVar Burton at least once a day. Yeah, we do. We got to go to LeVar Burton Park because they have it. They named a park in Sacramento. I don't know why we are not getting married there, okay? Oh, my God. That's the best idea that you've ever had. idiotic <laughs> that we're not doing that. Because he's, he's from Sacramento. He grew up in Sacramento. He sure did. He was. I think he was like born in Germany, but then he was raised here. Oh, his dad was in the military, or his parents were in the military, right? Or yeah. one of them, or both, or whatever. Something like that. We're big fans of LaBar Burton from Reading Rainbow. Yes. Anyways, this has been the second episode of Lara and the Lumber Chat. Thanks for joining me again, Dylan. Thank you for inviting me, Lara. Thank you for inviting me. This is my house, too. <laughs>